Hello, it's time for another spiritual workout with Trainer Mitch on the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast. And today, um, I want to ask you a question right off the bat. And that question is, how do you pick up your cross and follow Jesus daily? You know, if you're new, new to uh, religion or spirituality, you know, this question might be not the best for you, but uh, if you are a seasoned Christian or uh, somebody that's been in the Word recently, um, more in depth, then this would be a good question. Um, so I think it's interesting to think about because uh, in today's world, I think it's, it is a little harder to pick up our cross daily and follow Him because we have so many distractions. The modern world is uh, full of things that grab our attention and steal our time because this is a war on time as well as it is a spiritual warfare um, because if you think about it time is ultimately what we are seeking so there's like the concept of eternal and not eternal do you have eternal life or do you not i think there's a debate there um, and I also am going to get into some new agey um, concepts today. So uh, with the modern world, you know, we have all these distractions, social media, the internet, um, we have jobs, we've got families, um, we've got to pay all these bills, we've got to buy all these fancy things. Um, our life is packed full of events and things to do, and we don't really have our own time to do our own thing, and to potentially pick up that cross and carry it, or to have a ministry, or to start um, in your community, walk talking to people about God, or going to church. Even a lot of people have fallen away from church, and uh, that's because of COVID. You know, when that hit, um, a lot of people went virtual and then never picked it back up to go in person. Um, and I don't necessarily think that that's a good thing, but uh, there's a lot of distractions. So we don't take things as serious because our time is so vastly spread out that we don't really have that moment of like, okay, I'm, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read the Bible, or I'm going to plan a day where I'm going to go um, evangelize to some people. Or maybe you're going to meet up with a group of people and you're going to do a Bible study um, or talk about God or whatever you want to do. Um, I think that cross to pick up daily has to look different. Um, and that's why I uh, talked about my testimony last week, la uh, yes, last episode, sorry, and uh, just how my, my cross is different than uh, maybe what a disciples would be from the Bible. You know, we're not uh, necessarily traveling the world and spreading the gospel. But uh, I am being the example of what Jesus did for me and trying to do my best to manifest God in my life so that when people see me do things, they're like, oh, wow. 
that guy's got something different about him. There's like, he didn't yell and scream. Um, he did things different. Wonder why. You know, because I have, I have God on my side. I have God within my heart that uh, keeps me from acting out in the world and being worldly. So I'm, God helps to separate us and to be on the righteous side of things. And that's what really sets us apart from the world. Um, so I wanted to say that real quick. And then uh, I wanted to bring up some new agey concepts about God. Because um, I think it's really interesting. And I'm very deep into the new agey beliefs of stuff. The very the metaphysics and um, the concepts of God. <clears throat> so, you know, a lot of people talk about... Uh, God is love, and um, there's also people in the Christian community that talk about having fear of God, having true fear of God is like that's what you want. Like you want to you want to fear God, and you know I've thought about that a little bit, and that just seems seems strange to me to have to have fear for somebody, but also to love them at the same time. So it's like a love and fear relationship, which I think is flawed. And if we truly want to have that spiritual awakening that the New Agey folks talk about, then we need to decipher what that fear is. And why do we have the fear? And then interpreting that and changing the relationship with God to being a more loving relationship, um, because I, it's I think it's really hard to fear, to fear God and to love God, and like I said before, God doesn't have to be this old man sitting in a throne and in the heavens, you know, bossing everybody around. He is within your heart, and literally everything is God. This phone that I'm using is God. The microphone is God. The book in front of me is God. The tree is God. Everything is God. He is with every within everything and without him nothing would exist. And there are certain universal laws that exist um, in reality and that's how reality forms to be and that is also proof of God. Because everything is the same. There's like the one universal law. And that is God. God is the law basically. And um, God is love. So it kind of it kind of breaks down some mind control that religion has over the people. Which I've talked about before. Is like a, it's an authoritarian box that uh, puts you into that, you know, authoritarian is like, say in a household, you know, the father runs everything and he tells everybody what to do and it's not for any reason or anything. It's just, you do that because I told you to do it. And that's authoritarian. And, you know, that's not a good relationship that you would have with your father if 
all you ever do is just obey his word and you never question anything and you just do exactly what he tells you to do because he told you to do it. That's not a good relationship. There's going to be trauma formed there. There's going to be barriers formed there. And whenever we're thinking about a relationship with God, who is love, it, it can't be authoritarian. It has to be a, a loving, open relationship where you can bring anything to him and talk to him about anything. And he can help you with anything as long as you ask, as long as you open yourself up and allow him to work in your life, then he can, he can do anything for you and help you with anything. And that wouldn't be true for an authoritarian uh, relationship. Because um, you're supposed to fear God. You know, you're supposed to uh, work out your faith with fear and trembling and shake in your boots and be afraid. Um, which I think the word might be uh, misused. You know, maybe that word in uh, Hebrew or the original Greek uh, might be a different interpretation. So it might have, get, might have been misconstrued along the way, you know, thousands and thousands of years after the fact. Um, you know, now we're using this word called fear, and to us it means something different than to what it meant to the Israelites who wrote the original word down. And then we interpret that original word into fear, which now we have a specific definition of in the modern world. Um, so I think that's probably more likely than like actually fearing God, like you would fear, um, I don't know, a spider or something that you're afraid of. I'm afraid of spiders. Um, saw a big nasty one the other day. So yeah, that's what I thought about. And, uh, so it's just interesting to bring that up because the, the new agey folks, they talk about, you know, light and love and all these things, but we have the Christian community who says, well, you know, God is wrath, God has fear, you should have fear of God, you know, that's the ultimate wisdom is to fear God. Uh, so Solomon says, you know, it's all through the Bible that you should fear God. Um, and I just don't, I just don't feel like that is the correct thing to do. Um, I think there is a better word that we could use, a better phrase, a better concept, and a better relationship that we could create that isn't fearful, but it's based in love, it's rooted in love, and we can see that everything, every action and reaction is from love. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today with that. Um, like I said, that could go a little bit out into the weeds, uh, and I don't want to go super out into the weeds with that type of stuff, but uh, I'm trying to stay in the middle of New Age and Christian, and I'm trying to really get people to see the difference between the two and maybe being able to um, converge with each other. Um, so I'm trying not to uh, be too one-sided here in that conversation that we just had today. So uh, thanks for joining me on today's workout. I hope you uh, exercised your faith and you got spiritually fit. Uh, so thanks for joining me and I will see you next time.